Welcome to After Hours with Dr. Sigalov, where he can share ideas and thoughts with you. He gets to the heart of the issue so that you can find the truth. The views and opinions expressed are his and do not represent the U.S. Army, DOD, nor the U.S. government. Dr. Sigalov was either off duty or on approved leave, and Dr. Sigalov was not in uniform at the time of recording. Now, to Dr. Sigalov. All right, ladies and gentlemen, today is a very special short broadcast. Uh, this is the BioNTech Clinical Trial Protocol, including amendments from NOS 126-BNT 162-01. Who gives a crap, right? Why do we care? Because this has all the lies in it, all the lies that we've been looking for. They're right here. All the garbage that they've been trying to take me down with. We'll get there in just a second. You just wait. So first, endpoints. Let's look at what they were testing. There's BNT162-alpha-1, BNT162-bravo-1, BNT16-bravo-2, BNT16-charlie-2. One, two, three, four different things that were in this trial. Which one did you get? I don't know. Hopefully one of them that didn't hurt anybody. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? All right, now let's scroll down to page nine. All right, here's a cool table. All right, we got BNT162-alpha-1. And it says, U is in uniform RNA. That's uracil RNA. That's a normal piece of RNA. That's what everyone thinks that they got. All right, now that we've got BNT162-bravo-1, mod RNA. We've talked about mod mRNA before. Is modified. They put a different ribonucleic acid that's not normal for humans. And humans cannot break it down. Let's keep going down the list. BNT162-Bravo2 mod RNA. Then we've got a fun one. This is where it changes a bit. BNT162-Charlie2 and they mentioned it again, 162-Charlie2. And it's small s, small a, RNA. S-A-R-N-A. You ever heard of that? Bet you haven't. Small activating RNA. What does that do, Dr. Segala? Oh, well, what small activating RNA actually does, thanks to a very good question that you should ask that. What it does is it is targeted for a specific gene that they want to cause it to express itself. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. They tested things to cause specific genes in your body to turn on when they tell it to turn on. Have you ever heard of SI RNA? Nah, I probably haven't. S-I-R-N-A, small interfering RNA. Small interfering RNA. Oh, and I forgot to mention this, but the S-A-R-N-A, it's not normal RNA at all. It's completely different. It's double-stranded RNA. It goes into your nucleus, and it tells specific genes to turn on. S-I-R-N-A. doesn't talk about it here, but how do you know there's not S-R-N-A that got mixed in the mix when they made this, right? Because you think every single strand of mod RNA is exactly what they said? No, I guarantee it's not. It might be 90%. It might be 99%. It could even be 50%. I don't know. How do you know? How do you know what's in it? You don't. But siRNA, that's another technology that's been around for a long time. It's small interfering RNA. And it'll actually go into specific areas and say... Turn this gene off. But I've been, you know, accused and ridiculed and said, oh, he's crazy. He's insane. He's told people that they shouldn't get this when they're pregnant because what if they lose their baby? Because he said that you could lose your baby. Yeah. And if you look at the Journal of Medicine article, 
that came out this past summer, it had an 81, almost 82% pregnancy loss rate if it was done in the first two trimesters. And then if you look at that cumulative report that Pfizer put out in the past, it had like an 87% pregnancy loss rate. Oh, but but Dr. Sigaloff said if you breastfeed and you've had this, you could hurt your baby. Yeah. There was a 14% risk of issues with breastfeeding mothers and their babies having issues. That was in that cumulative report that was put out a while back. Oh, and all of those things that I read off of this table, some of them have, some of them say they're RBD. That is the receptor binding domain of the spike protein. And some of them say modified version of the full length SARS-CoV-2 S protein. So which one did you get? I don't know. Do you know? I don't know. Is what they said that they were giving you, is that really it? I don't know. Do you know? I bet you don't. Oh, this is fun. Let's look at some of the key exclusion criteria. So what that means is if you have any of these things, they'll exclude you from the study. There's a lot of them here. I'm not going to read them all. I'm going to do some of the ones that I think are important. Have a history that within the past five years of substance abuse or known medical, psychological, or social conditions, which, in the opinion of the investigator, could compromise their well-being if they participate as a trial subject in the trial, or that could prevent, limit, or confound protocol-specific assessments. So so if you have any sort of history of, like, mental illness, psychological issues, social conditions, anything like that, you weren't in there, so they didn't study you if you had those issues. If you have a history of hypersensitivity to or serious reaction to previous vaccinations, you've been excluded. Okay, so how many doctors do you know that... I know quite a few colleagues that are actually doctors that that have a history of hypersensitivity or previous serious vaccination issue, and they're their previous exemption was denied by the military. Hey, you have a history of Guillain-Barre syndrome within six weeks following a previous vaccination? Hey, you're not included in here. Hey, hey, isn't that good? All right, have a history of narcolepsy? You're not included. So if you have any of these diseases, no one knows what this does to you because you were not studied. Okay. For older volunteers, having a condition to put them at higher risk for severe COVID. Isn't that the whole reason we're doing this is so that they don't have severe COVID, but we're, we just removed everyone from the study that is at high risk. So if you have hypertension, diabetes, COPD, asthma, chronic liver disease, end-stage kidney failure, stage three, uh, serious heart conditions such as heart failure, coronary artery disease, cardiomyopathy, sickle cell, cancer, immune compromise from HIV, resident in a long-term facility, current vaping or smoker, history of chronic smoking within the prior year. You weren't studied. So if your doctor said that you're, you should get this because, you know, you have these issues and it could help you to keep from getting significantly ill, you need to go. Well, I'll tell you at the end. I'll tell you. Let's, let's hang on to that one because that, that's going to be a piece of gold that you need, we need to cover all at once. All right. Now let's skip down to page 36. Three different RNA platforms under development, namely non-modified uridine containing the mRNA. Here the M is messenger. That's BNT162A. We have the nucleoside modified mRNA or mod mRNA. We have the self amplifying mRNA or SARNA. 
And this is the last part of this that I want to discuss with you. It's on page 128. Pull it up. Take a look. I want you to look. It's dated July 24th, 2020. It says, paragraph 7.1, female participants. Let me quote this so that I can state it as clearly as I possibly can. Pregnant and breastfeeding women may therefore not participate in this clinical trial. For this reason, all women must undergo pregnancy tests at the start of the clinical trial. But hey, Doc, I'm a man. I don't really care. Okay, let's go to page 129. Paragraph 7.2. Male trial participants. If you are a fertile male with a female partner of childbearing age and you participate in this study, in this clinical trial, you must use a highly effective method of contraception. Parentheses, that is, with a failure of less than 1% rate in parentheses until 60 days after the last vaccination. You are not considered to be fertile if you have been successfully sterilized, i.e. a vasectomy. Now, why why would they keep... I, I can understand, you know, we don't experiment on pregnant or breastfeeding women, which I've said from the beginning. But why wouldn't we let males get their wife pregnant? Or get any woman pregnant? Within 60 days after. Have you... Do you know anyone that's, that's a male that's gotten their, their significant other pregnant 60 days before 60 days? Well, I don't know. Maybe. Um, maybe you should go talk to your doctor and figure out why they said it was safe and effective. Because they were lying. They lied to you. And they're destroying my career because I refuse to lie. Because I said pregnant and breastfeeding women, we don't experiment on them. I know a doctor, and don't worry, I'll put a complaint against her license a little bit later, because she spread false and misleading information. She said that, oh, it's fine to get while you're pregnant. In a forum, an open forum, like a, like a town hall meeting. That, oh, don't worry about it if you're breastfeeding. Don't worry about it if you're pregnant. How about all you pediatricians out there? How about all you OBGYNs that said, yeah, go ahead and get it while you're pregnant or while you're breastfeeding? How does this sit with you? Hope it doesn't sit well with you. If you know a doctor, if you've had an interaction with a doctor that told you, oh, it's fine to take while you're breastfeeding. It's fine to take if you're pregnant. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's fine. I got it. I'm fine. What you need to do is you need to figure out what state their medical license is. And you need to go and you need to go to the little, their little website and where it says complaint. You click on where it says complaint. And you put a complaint against their medical license. This is the only way that they will learn that you can't make up. You can't just make up whatever you want and just assume it'll be okay. Because this is dated July 24th, 2020. When did the pandemic start? Yeah, like March 2020. And they already had these studies that said you can't do that, you can't be pregnant, you can't be breastfeeding, may therefore not participate in this clinical trial. Again, if you know a doctor that's misled you, told you false information, lied to you in layman's terms, you go on, you figure out where their medical license is. For civilians, it's usually the state that you're in. For military, it's a little, takes a little more work. But not too much work. So please, do your homework. 
Go let them know that they lied to you and they were wrong for lying to you. And they need to be held accountable with their state medical board for saying that, yeah, we can experiment on your baby and, and it's fine. I don't, it's no big deal. No, it is a big deal. It's a huge deal. All right, lastly, I've got a little clip from a video that I want to share with you. I heard this the other day, and it shocked me. Let me go ahead and play it for you, and, and you tell me, pay attention to what you hear, and then I'll tell you a little more of the backstory because I was able to talk to this man yesterday. Used by China in treating COVID and, and what have you, it's a little bit different because they don't do the same thing with the spike protein. And in fact, the, vi- the vaccine or the shot used in China is very different than the one used in the US, by the way. Mm-hmm. And I, we met a lady from China who said, oh, I, I can't take the vaccination or the shot here in the US or they won't let me back in China. That, oh yeah, it's pretty serious because she said to us, no, I can't take that. If I do, they will not let me back in China. They'll say, go back to the US. You can't come back here. And so it's very interesting. So they know something that maybe we don't all know, but. Sounds crazy, doesn't it? So I called this man, Paul, and I spoke to him on the phone. And he said, yeah, he and his wife, they met this lady from China. And she told him, yeah, she cannot get any of the shots in America. Because if she does, she will not be allowed to go back into her home country of China. And then the next thing that, as if what we already heard wasn't shocking enough, what he said next was even more disturbing, is that when she arrives in China, they will do some sort of scan or some sort of test to see if she received one of these vaccines made in America or given to Americans. Let's put it that way. Because do you see the Russians getting this? Do you see the Russians mandating their troops do you see the chinese mandating their troops do you see america mandating their troops okay let's look at let's look at reality here china doesn't want neither people getting it china also through the company called fosun pharmaceutical which is a communist owned pharmaceutical company gave money and influence to pfizer biontech to help them make this biontech alleged vaccine, this modified RNA. And I'm going to tell you one other thing. This is going to sound insane. I got a document shortly after. It's like a week or two after I did episode 9. If you haven't listened to episode 9, I encourage you to go do it. In episode 9, I speculate that there could be CRISPR hidden in here. About a week or two after, from a very good source, I got a white paper where they had someone look at the sequence inside of Pfizer. Brace yourself. They found CRISPR technology, CRISPR-Cas9 technology. Okay, so what does that mean, Dr. Segloff? That means that they put gene editing technology in there on purpose. They also have gRNA. Ever heard of that? So gRNA tells the CRISPR technology where to cut and paste. Where it targeted was chromosomes 5 and 13. They also, incidentally, found no whole spike protein encoded in there at all. There's quite a few other proteins that they don't know what they were. They couldn't identify them. They couldn't figure it out. Interesting, right? Everyone should be absolutely livid. And if anybody is interested in protecting our country, they should also be livid. 
ladies and gentlemen, we do not have to take this anymore. This stops today. It only goes as far as we allow it. Stand with me. I'm standing in the fire right now. Shadrach, Meshach, Abendego, good company. Mark Bashaw, Seth Ritter. We have some good company here. We need more in here with us. We rely on the power of God. He will keep us safe. But these people need to be responsible for what they have done. Again, if you have been told that it's safe and effective during breastfeeding and while you're pregnant, go to whatever state licensure that that doctor has a license in and put a complaint against their license. Thank you. And let's continue to make courage more contagious than fear. Fear.